Whenever the World Heavyweight Championship is being defended, we're here for it. One of the biggest UFC nights of the year. So we had to bring you a very special episode of the Early Edge, powered, as always, by Sportsline. Let's bring in a resident MMA expert from Sportsline. He is the Duck. The Duck Army is always following Mr. Ian Parker around. And you know this show, it's fast, so let's jump right into it. Our best bets. Let's start with those. And I know the very first match, kicking out the main card, you really like something in this matchup. What do you got, Ian? Yeah, look, you know, we got Kamalworthy versus Jamie Malarkey. It's an interesting fight uh, against two, with two guys that are both coming off losses. Malarkey coming off of two hard-fought losses. Uh, however, he still seems very raw to me. I don't really know where he is better than Worthy. We've seen Worthy come out against one of the biggest underdogs of the year last year when he beats Devontae Smith. Then he comes out against Luis Pena, and we see him go three rounds where we see him uh, fight against adversity, winning the striking, and then we saw him win by submission against a guy that was supposed to have better submissions than him. I believe in this fight, Worthy will be the better striker. I think he's got more tools to win this, and I just think we've seen way more out of him than we have Malarkey, and experience goes a long way. Combo Worthy at age 34 has seen it all. Malarkey's still young and up and coming. I like Combo Worthy at minus 130 here. All right, I like that too. Uh, your first best bet of the show. Now, let's go to the women's flyweight division for your second best bet, Jillian Robertson and Miranda Maverick. What do you like here? Yes, yeah, so this fight was supposed to happen a few weeks ago, I believe. Uh, Jillian Robertson is fighting on the last uh, fight on her actual UFC contract. So she's fighting either stay or to make some money in free agency. Seasoned veteran, very good jiu-jitsu fighter, striking a, a little bit average. Miranda Maverick is the prospect to watch in the UFC in the women's division, period. Striking, high-level fight IQ, great takedown defense. In our last fight, she won via stoppage due to elbows breaking the other woman's nose. We don't see that very often in the division. She seems very, very uh, years ahead of her experience. And if she can keep this fight standing, which I think she can because I believe Robertson's entries on her takedowns are a little too predictable, Miranda wins the stand-up, and we're going to see this uh, shining star continue to shine. So Miranda Maverick at minus 165, I will take that. Our mantra here on the show is we educate and we entertain. Time to educate just a little bit. For those of you new to MMA betting, sometimes there's really long odds. So what we try to do is give you a parlay that you can put together, bring those odds down, and make it much more manageable to play. I know there's a three-way parlay that you really like on this card that starts late in the prelim uh, portion of this card. Uh, what is it, please? Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you said it best, Coach. We're here to educate. And in this situation, when you have three favorites that are a little bit higher than you feel comfortable with betting straight, you bring them together, you know, and you're going to minimize your risk and hopefully get some dog odds out of meeting plus money. And in this situation, you absolutely do. We'll start off with Namagameta versus Jared Gooden. Jared Gooden in his last fight went three rounds with Alan Javon. Javon was able to take him down at will, outstrike him. And Nurmagomedov, in my opinion, and I think this is pretty obvious, is the way better grappler than Javon. He will take this fight down to the ground whenever he feels like it. In his last fight, he fought a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt in uh, the WADA. And the problem with that was that Nurmagomedov got overconfident and got triangle choked. In this fight, Gooden presents no threat off his back, no threat on the ground whatsoever, maybe having one submission via guillotine, which Nurmagomedov will never get caught, and he's too smart for that. So we like him as the first leg of the parlay. The second one, we're going to like Sugar Sean O'Malley over uh, Tomas Almeida. Almeida has not been himself since getting knocked into the shadow realm by Cody Garbrandt. He hasn't changed his style. He's the same way. He's willing to take one to give one. And Sean O'Malley's got a lot to prove here as one of the brighter prospects as well. Coming off a loss to Cheeto Vera, 
He's hungrier than ever. And in this fight, this is literally the style that he wants. This is going to be a stand-up battle. He's going to use his distance striking, and he should be able to get the win over Almeida without question. The third part of our parlay, we're going to have the Chente Luque over Tyrone Woodley. It's hard for me to really believe that this is the fight we're talking about here because Woodley was so dominant for so long. But we haven't seen the same Woodley since he dropped to Kamaru Usman, losing to Gilbert Burns in dominant fashion, getting finished by Colby Covington. And Vincente Luque has always been a guy very well-rounded on the up and up, just waiting for that big name to add to his resume. And this one's it. As long as he can avoid, <coughs> sorry, avoid the overhand right from Woodley or being put on his back, which he's also a black belt in jiu-jitsu, he'll have the edge in the striking. Cardio-wise, he definitely we've seen him go three rounds before, no problem. And I believe that that parlay is going to be a nice winner for everyone. So taking three nice favorites, bring them together, getting plus money, that's your parlay of the night. Oh, I love it. Plus 162 to be exact. At least that's what it was at William Hill uh, the last time that we checked. Uh, sometimes you meet that sweet spot in uh, between where a really great fighter for a long time is falling down, but yet Vegas, uh, they still put pretty decent odds, I guess, because I don't think Tyrone Woodley uh, wants to fight anymore. I'll just be uh, brutally honest. At least it hasn't looked like he has wanted to fight right. the last uh, couple of times out. All right, you know if you watch our show that we have Chief. He is our mascot, and he's always looking for a – Dog. He likes to have a dog of the day. And we're going to have Chief's dog of the day right now. Now, that, this is not necessarily, uh, Ian, a play that you're betting, but it's something that you like. If people want a dog and they want some plus money, they, they might like this matchup. Yeah, look, a lot of people might be leaning towards a Thomas Almeida because they know that'll be a striking battle and in MMA things can happen. But I don't see that being our underdog of the night here. I think it's going to be newcomer Fabio Chirac taking on Alonzo Menenfield. Menenfield is a powerhouse striker, but we've seen the path to victory against him. You tire him out, bring him into deep waters and put him on his back. And Fabio Chirac is a jiu-jitsu specialist. Most of his wins come by submission. So in this fight, if he can avoid... The power strikes, the overhand right, and that tough aggression that Alonzo brings in the early first round, all he's got to do is, I mean, I know all he's got to do, but if he can weather that storm and not get caught in a brawl, he takes his fight to the ground. Menfield has no jujitsu off his back whatsoever. And, you know, he can get up at a brute strength, but we've also seen him fade at the end of round one. And in round two, he's pretty much given up. Cardio plays a huge factor. Now, I know he comes from a really strong camp. But sometimes even then, you just can't teach cardio. These guys, either they have it or they don't. They work it or they don't. And I think Alonzo relies too much on his power. So for Fabio Chirac, there is a path to victory here. There's a nice blueprint. Get this fight to the floor. Use your jujitsu. Well, you'll have a clear advantage. And at plus 230, I really like him as our dog of the night. We have seen a lot of fighters through the first uh, two and a half months uh, of us doing these shows. Uh, there have been some big-time dogs hit. Uh, it's not something that doesn't happen very often. It certainly does. Uh, I love this play at plus 230 for our Chiefs Dog of the Night. Now, we're going to be doing this every single week, and every episode we're going to end with a pick uh, on the main event. And this main event, well, it's a world heavyweight title. It is maybe the most underrated fighter in the history of the UFC in the world heavyweight champion, Stipe Miocic, against maybe the most dangerous person of all time. Ian, how are you handicapping this main event? Isn't it amazing how the most underrated heavyweight of all time is also the best heavyweight of all time? It's crazy how it's like that. But Steve Bay flies under the radar. He lets his fist do the talking for him. He doesn't talk trash. He's very respectful. He believes in his wins as his marketability. And listen, I'm, all, I'm here for it. Right now in this fight, I really like over one and a half as my bet for the main event. Reason being for this. Steve Bay, 
his fights usually go out of the first round. There's no question. He usually gets hit a little bit. It's a feeling out process. His cardio, his wrestling, and his output with boxing takes over as the fight goes on. He really does get better as the rounds go on, as we saw in his rematch with Daniel Cormier. In the fight against Francis Ngannou, if you look back at round one, Ngannou came at him, you know, through that power, and Stipe was able to take it and was able to get away, use his angles, and eventually use the boxing, use his cardio, use his wrestling, and win a five-round decision. Now, in this fight, again, we have a guy, like you said, Coach, scariest man alive, no doubt, in Francis Ngannou. He touches you, and you go to sleep. But if you watch his last fight, it was against Jorginho Rosenstrike. No grappling whatsoever, no wrestler, both strikers, and he just ran at him with reckless abandon, throwing hooks, hoping that one of those punches would be the good night one, and it was. But he's not going to have that same style against Stipe because he knows if he overcommits to those punches, Stipe will put him on his back and will grind out a decision or get a submission or be able to win the round. And when you put someone on their back, you take away that striking, which is what Nganyu is famous for. So I think Stipe is absolutely able to withstand the storm in the first round and I think this fight goes past that. I think Francis is also going to be very, very hesitant to throw as much as he does to avoid those takedowns. And it has been in the minus 140 to minus 150 range uh, as well. So our official pick uh, for the main event is the over one and a half. To give people an idea of how different this is than normal and how much Vegas thinks this could end quickly, normally it's over four and a half is the over-under bet in a main event because it always goes five rounds. This is over one and a half round. So uh, I love this value here. But there's going to be some other people out there, Ian. They said, Coach, Ian, give me something with a little longer odds so I can really sink my teeth into as far as this main event is concerned. Give me a couple of plays quickly uh, that people can look at and say, you know what, I'll get some really good plus money here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of people are going to say, oh, if there's any play to do, you're going to do Francis by round one knockout. But for all the reasons why I just said it, I don't think that's the play. I think Steven Miocic to win this by decision. I think this fight's going to be very, very similar to the first one where it's going to be him outboxing him, cardio, and putting him on his back. So I think Steve to win by decision, I believe, at plus 400 is a really nice play. And if you want to even take it a step further, because if Steve is able to use his ground game, at some point, he may be able to get into mount, and instead of let, you know letting it go with punches, he may be able to get an arm triangle in there or remain in mount. Look, when Stipe's on top of you, he can finish you. Francis is a strong guy, but Stipe also to finish um, by submission or TKO, the odds are there. It's possible if he gets his fight to the ground, and I really like that as well. All right, again, these are not official plays that we are betting on, but we're leaning if you have to and you want to. And sometimes if you've won earlier in the card, you just want to throw your winnings on something, those are two pretty good. All right, we're up against it. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Jeweler, please, thank you very much. Here is our recap. Our best bets, Kama Worthy, minus 130 over uh, Jamie Malarkey. Uh, in the women's flyweight, Miranda Maverick, you're laying 165 over Robertson. Then in our parlay, Namaga Madoff, O'Malley, and Luke K coming back at plus 162. Our Chiefs dog of the day, Fabio Tarrat at plus 230. And then in our main event, over one and a half rounds for Miocic and uh, Naganyu. And then a couple, if you want, uh, plus 350 by decision, Miocic, and then uh, by TKO or knockout uh, in round three, plus 1,400. You've got your marching orders. We love big UFC pay-per-views. Let's take every single ticket straight to the pay window. For the Duck Army, Ian Parker. For the jeweler. For Chief. I'm the coach. <sighs> Remember, this is the only place every single week, MMA style. For your daily early edge. Good luck.